Hey guys, and welcome to episode 11 of Small Talk Wits at the Podcast. Today is just like really good, really good vibes. Um, 11 is actually my lucky number, so I'm just like so pumped for today. Um, it's a Friday, everyone's getting off from work. Um, but my guest today is Serena fucking Kerrigan. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. She actually goes by that name, but it has like the coolest story behind it. Um, just to give her a little intro, she's a producer for over 500 videos for Facebook Live and assisted in building the publication's Facebook Live offering from the ground up. She's a host for over 150 live broadcasts and celebrity interviews, and she was awarded Best Use of Facebook Live at the 2017 Digiday Publishing Awards. Welcome, SFK. How are you, babe? Hi. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. Um, just like I feel, you also had a crazy week this week. I know. So okay, So I do work, I work at Refinery29, mm-hmm. and I love it. I've been working here for two years. Mm-hmm. And crazy week, I just interviewed the Real Housewives of New York City. Yeah. They came to our offices. They graced their presence. <laughs> they graced us with their presence. It was amazing. Um, and I just left that interview with such a high. Yeah. Like, I asked my parents, I was like, do you, in your fields, in your professions, do you guys ever have a moment where you literally feel like you just did drugs? Because you're just, like, <laughs> so pumped. Yes. And they're like, of course. And I was like, that's exactly how I felt after I interviewed Ramona Singer. Oh like, my god! Over. She is everything. Literally, my friend sold a piece of artwork to her, and like she said, that she was just like everything. So that's amazing. Okay, so tell us your story. Where are you from? Give us like your background a little bit. Okay, cool. My spiel. Um, so I'm 24 years old. I'm born and raised on the Upper West Side in Manhattan, girl. I live there now. Ooh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to say that like I'm like awesome girl. My name's Serena. My mom's name is Lily. I ruled the Upper East Side. Just kidding, I did it. But, um, <laughs> that show is very has a lot of themes that are very close to home. Yeah, so I've heard. So I've heard. Um, no, yeah, and I went to Duke University. I loved it. It was terrible that I had to graduate, but then I came back to New York and I decided I wanted to be a storyteller. I've always have, and I love video and I love production and. I, you know, started as an intern at Refinery29 and worked my way up and I got promoted, promoted again, and now I'm an associate producer and I'm a host. Love being on camera. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. I love interviewing people. Today, I'm getting interviewed by you. I know. We're like switching roles. It's incredible. What a treat. Um, <laughs> and this is my first, po- first podcast ever, so it's weird not having a camera here, but I kind of feel a little more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I tell people, like, you can come and sweat, whatever. Last time I was drinking wine with my guests, so. All right, let's tell our guests here that I'm looking real cute right She's now. She's looking so cute. What are you wearing right now? <laughs> I'm wearing a dress by Reformation. So good. Little sandals. Yeah. Little summer Friday outfit. It's you know? amazing. Do you have plans after today? Yeah, I'm going to go to Soul Cycle. Yes. Gotta, gotta work that sweat in. You do, you do. I got drunk last night, missed my Soul Cycle this morning, so you know, I'm just trying to. You have to balance. That's the thing about when you're in your 20s, you have to balance work, fun, dating, exercise, like. And also being a New Yorker just takes it to like a whole nother level. A whole nother level. A whole nother level. So it's, yeah. it's hard to balance, but it's fun. I think you're 24 and like you're killing it at life. I mean, your resume is literally killer. Um, so before we jump into all of that, let's just go back to where it all started. Serena fucking Kerrigan. Like, yeah. tell me about that. So honestly, like, it's funny. I mean, I, when I went to Duke, I was a freshman and I think a lot of people can relate that when you go to a new place, it's scary. Like, mm-hmm. I, no one knew who I was, like, obviously. And, you know, there's so many beautiful people, there's so many hot guys, but like really, I just felt very insecure. I mean, that's really what it was. I just really wanted people to know me and to remember me, to remember my name. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was not feeling great about myself and I was just like, you know what? You're Serena fucking Kerrigan. You have to walk into that fucking room and just love yourself because if you love yourself, people will love you. If you are the baseline, if you don't think you're the the hot shit or the greatest, then literally, why would anyone, you know, reaching on a Friday afternoon? Yes, girl. (laughs) You gotta do it. You gotta love yourself. And I'm telling you, this is something that someone told me when I was legit like 12 or 13 years old and it took me so long to get there. And I think every, no one's hundred percent confident. Everyone has. So you weren't always like this. No, definitely not. Definitely okay. not. We went through numerous rebrandings, um, <laughs> but this is the one that stuck because I think that this is for me, it's, it's a re- reminder that you need to go into a room and you need to believe in yourself. You need to love yourself. And this is just the way I did it. So I was a freshman at Duke and I went up to people and they were like, hi, what's your name? And I was like, hi, I'm Serena fucking Carrier. <laughs> Which was like, whoa. 
so abrasive. Like, calm the fuck down. And your freshman year, like, freshman, who are you? Right? Who does she think she is? Of course, it rubbed so many people the wrong way. But I think because I was so confident in when I said it, and I also lied and told people I legally changed it when I was 18. So, like, that really, (laughs) that worked out really well for me. Oh, my God. But I think because I believed in it, everyone was like, you know what? She's crazy. She's abrasive. But she's confident she has balls and like that's kind of cool so it's stuck and so everyone calls me sfk and i think that you know on my instagram if you look at it i think that that is a persona and i think it's hard for people sometimes if they don't know me they look at my instagram or they see me in passing they're like oh that girl she's such a bitch or she thinks she's hot shit but no it's really it's a such a fun persona to look up it's kind of like samantha jones from yeah City. it's like and also, like, everyone has to understand, like, who you are in your brand is also not, like, who, like, you are as a raw person, I feel. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone put, has a persona. A hundred percent. Everyone's performing all the time. I just, you know, my persona is very, like, I think it's just, it's fun. You know, it's a two-sided. I'm, like, Serena is very, you know, sensitive, emotional, sweet, nice, like, but SFK is, like, I'm gonna fucking walk into this room and, like, make you look at me and talk to me and think you know 100 also how were the how did the boys react to it i mean are the guys like okay so that's tough yeah yeah <laughs> you know i i've been told for a long time that you know sometimes i come off strong i have a big personality and it's a lot to handle and i think sometimes it can be a little intimidating for guys but i'm not going to change who i am and i think that it's just going to be finding the guy that loves it and like, yeah like that will compliment it you want a guy funny. that's not intimidated by you exactly that means yeah so you know, uh, I'm dating. I'm I'm working it. I'm yeah, gonna, I think I gotta go older. Yeah, but like you know, my ex boyfriend he loved it. Like he thought it was hilarious. So yeah. I think that you know, I'll, I'm not gonna ever change myself for anyone. Nope. But I think that it definitely requires a certain personality to you know compliment me as yeah. it does for anyone. Yeah, and also you're you're in New York, and I feel like this is just the land where like women are boss babes and they're killing it and I feel like if you can't keep up then get out so (laughs) so true um also so wait what about the girls also getting into sorority I heard that was like did you were you in one (laughs) oh my god take me back yes I was in the sorority I was in trial I was the rush chair at one point so like I did good okay but yeah I mean again like I think if you don't know SFK is a persona then it's probably gonna rub you the wrong way Mm -hmm. but it takes five minutes to get to know me. And, yeah. then every, and this happened at Refinery. I mean, people at Refinery 29 saw that article from the tab, which if you read it, it's very much in the SFK voice persona. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who is this girl? Who did we just hire? Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they talk to me for five minutes. They're like, oh no, like Serena, that is a persona that's different. And right. I think the persona is hilarious and I love it. And my mom told me to like change it a million times. She's like, it's so aggressive. My mom's Hispanic. So that's yes, what I Yes, I forgot to get into your background. We'll do that um but I'm not gonna change it and now she loves it because it's like it's funny it sticks and I think it's just a reminder for all girls like you know like that they have that fucking that they have that like yeah armor that they can reach into they can put on because they think now women have this pressure that they have to be confident all the time they have to love their curves that they have to love this that and whatever their acne whatever and I think that's a lot of pressure to feel like you have to love yourself all the time I think it's important to have some kind of armor that if you're feeling insecure, maybe before a job interview, that you put the armor on and you're like, no, like I deserve this job. I believe in myself right. for those moments because to be confident 100% of the time is just not realistic. I think vulnerability is one of your greatest strengths in my opinion. So like being able to cry and break down, I mean, that shows that you're a real human being and like you're not fucking perfect all the time. A hundred percent. Yeah, totally. Um, wait, so go back to your background. So you are what? Yes, yeah, so I'm Argentinian. My mom is from Buenos Aires. <laughs> Love yes, it. I am so proud of being Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fluent in Spanish. <laughs> you were the voice of what on Diego? Yes, Alicia on Go Diego Go, <laughs> which is a spinoff of Dora the Explorer. Dora is my cousin. I got fired after two, one or two seasons because my voice got too deep because I went through puberty. I was like no 13, way. and they're oh like, my "Yeah, God. they're like, we're firing you, Diego and um, Dora. Sorry." And I was like, <laughs> "What? Make her years over." <laughs> Um, yeah, my voice career is over. I can't sing. My voice cracks every time I try to do the voice that I once could do. Yeah. Um, but that was a great experience. I mean, that's the thing. I've been working since I was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And it was great to be in a professional setting that young. Yeah. Also, being in Manhattan growing up, I feel, what was that like? Because... It's amazing. I would never choose to grow up anywhere else. You, from a very young age, you're completely exposed to different languages, races, cultures. Yeah 
sexualities, sexual preferences, gender. I mean, like, literally this is the melting pot. I think this is the epitome of what, you know. Do you want to raise like, your own family here? Oh, 100%. You do? Okay. 100%. Okay, cool. I think it. there's no bubble here where I feel like it's, like, in other places in suburbs, like, you have a car, you go to your school, you go to the supermarket, you go home. Like, you're very much within this circle, this gate. Whereas in New York City, you go on the subway, you're just, like, bombarded with, like, 50 million people, you know? And I think that is just amazing. Yeah. New York City is the best place to grow up. You grow up very fast, so it's good to have parents there that raise you that are very close to you. Yeah. And I, I tell my parents everything, so I didn't come out a little crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Wait. all relative. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, so you're Argentinian and you're also, you're Israeli as well? So I'm Jewish. Jewish, yes. Jewish. Okay. So I'm my, Jewish as well. Yeah. Love it. Love, I yeah. was just in Israel for birthright. Anyone who's listening right now, if you are Jewish, you have to do birthright. Yes. Best 10 days of my life. It completely changed my life, my view of the world. I was spiritual for the first time, which I've never been. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally like wrote a letter to my future unborn kids, which I don't know if that's weird. No. Nope. Like this was my experience. Like you're going to have such an amazing time. Yeah, that's so amazing. <laughs> that weird? No, it's not. I've like dabbled. Like I've done something really corny one time, and like I one time I wrote a, like a letter to like my future husband, and like I like, <laughs> okay, that's weird. No, <laughs> no, I mean, but that's good because then whenever whoever opens it, or if you end up opening, no, it, like I wanted so to like cool. I wanted to see my thoughts at like twenty one, right? And like maybe it's just for me, but like I don't know because. Yeah, to no. remember the mindset you were in when you were young, because you'll look back and you'll be totally forget like what it was like to be a twenty-four year old or a twenty-one year old or whatever. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I've been actually journaling, diarying. Yeah, is that a verb? <laughs> I've been writing in a diary since my first kiss. So I actually had every experience. It mostly to do with boys. I didn't really write about like mundane things like schools. Obviously, yeah. boys are the most fun thing to write about. Totally. Wrote about everything since I was literally like I don't know when I'm really, like twelve years old. Damn. Started early. Probably have some um, good stuff. No, there. but it's amazing to see like how how I'm literally the same person. The way I express you are. myself, okay. everything. It's just like the same. And how thoughtful I was from a young age. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so let's go back to SFK for like two seconds. So your famous 21st birthday party at Shooters. Right. Let's talk about this. So Shooters is like the bar at Duke um, in Durham in North Carolina. It is oh, where did you study at Duke? I didn't say that. I studied um, visual media studies in English. I was a double major. Okay, cool. Storyteller from the start. Yeah. So Duke is amazing. Such a fun school. It's in the South, which was great for me to get out of New York and do something different, um, have a different experience. Shooters is the best bar in America, and I'm not biased when I say that. It has a bowl that you can ride. It has a cage you can climb into. It has two stories. Like It is the best dance or the best music, the best drinks. I have a drink named after me, a shot called the SFK shot. Yes. Which is delicious but deadly. What's in it? Um, caribou. Uh, sorry. Oh my God. I just made a total faux pas. I said <laughs> the drink. Car- caribou Lou is actually the drink that it really is. I copied it and made it an SFK because it's one of my favorite drinks growing up. But let's not tell, them, tell anyone else. That. But <laughs> okay. it's 151 rum, Malibu, and pineapple juice. So it's like this like, Hawaiian deliciousness. Yeah. But the 151 rum, like, messes you up. Yeah, so but take to, me on vacation, baby. Like, right? that's what that sounds like. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm still working on trying to get an SFK shot in New York City, but it's very much a shooter's thing. Yeah. Shooters, basically, I had a 21st birthday party that was really lit, and I just made it a private guest list, and that pissed a lot of people off because Shooters is the place to go on Saturday nights. And I was like, mm, no, I want to do private party. So you rent the whole place out. I was really good friends with the owner, and she kind of just let me do my own thing. Okay. I didn't, I didn't spend any money running it out. 21, so you were a junior? Yes. Okay. And I called the event HBD SFK LFG. Happy birthday, Serena fucking Kerrigan. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and so four years later, I still, had, I still have the same party. Not at Shooters anymore, but this yeah. year I did it in New York City. And it's just like... The thing about this party, it's not really... I mean, it's incredible. So, like, it is different than other birthday parties. But the thing that makes it different than different than other birthday parties is the fact that it's I hype it up so fucking much so people are like oh my god like this is gonna be so fun and I think again it's like the SFK thing if you think something's gonna be really great chances are it's gonna be really great yeah you know you just have to like totally I mean I'm doing a huge birthday this year I'll tell you about it after but like I know I'm almost making it I don't want to say like a PR event but a little bit like where I'm just finding like so many people and we'll make this big thing out of it and like I mean, why not take advantage of, like, your birthday and, like, kind of use it towards your brand or whatever, so. Oh, it, exactly. It yeah. It has to fit within your brand. Am I yeah. going to be invited to your party? A hundred percent. Good. Yes. 
Um, so also when Yik Yak was a thing back then, like people thought you would even invite a Drake or something. Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love the rumors. They were amazing. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh my God. So like just people, did everybody want to be your friend or were people, I must imagine people were like fake as fuck towards you. Oh, I mean, yeah. People wanted an invite as yeah. they always do. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it was really fun and. Listen, I think no press is bad press. So if people were saying Drake was going to be there, I was like, sure. I mean, his album just dropped last night. So, like, why not? So I good, by Drake. the way. Did you listen? Yes, of course. March 14th. What a song. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. It's really good. It's really, really good. Um, so back to business real quick. Um, so, like I said, your resume is killer. But tell us, like, your internships, maybe the ones that kind of, like, had the biggest impact on you or, like, showed you, like... I really want to get into like production or whatever or definitely I mean I started making short films in high school like I took a class and I became obsessed so I've always been really interested in production and yeah I think if you're interested in filmmaking video production media anything like it's it's not really yes I learned a lot at school but you really learn from your internships and it's so important that you you know dive into whatever you can especially production assistant jobs it's like huge so I entered at MTV one summer I worked on a show it's called Joking Off and Uncommon Sense and those were great shows to work on it's great to be on a set and like to learn you know how that works yeah were you natural in the beginning or no yeah because my parents are also in the industry so I had a lot I've been on sets what do they do so um my dad is a showrunner, executive producer, writer-director, and my mom is the head of development at VH1 and MTV. Oh, so it's, like, in the family. Totally. It's okay. totally in the family. And so from a young age, I was on both of their sets a lot, and they've definitely, like, helped me grow as an artist and a producer. Are you um, an only child? How could you tell? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wild guess. Yeah, but no, I'm yeah. definitely, definitely an only child. It's funny, I want to make a video about only children because I think there's such a negative perception yeah. of us. We're like weirdos. <laughs> are you an only child? No, I'm not. Yeah. But I do, there's the perception like... We are total weirdos. Yeah. I mean, we don't... I didn't... You become so comfortable alone yeah. to the extent that it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. it's just like, you're like, hello. No, but it's great. I mean, I'm super independent. But... Yeah. <laughs> but do I wish I had siblings? Yes, for the record, I wish I had siblings. Yeah. Like, 100%. I would never do that to anyone. My yeah. kids will definitely have siblings. You could be my sister. We're good. 100%. Um, okay, so maybe back to your experience with MTV. Um, any other ones that stood out to you? Um, worked at the Weinstein Company, mm-hmm. which is interesting to have on my resume now. Um, that was, you know, interesting. I did a lot of script coverage, which isn't... Weinstein's a production company, right? Right. It's yeah. a studio. Yeah. yeah, the Weinstein company. Um, you know, I did script coverage. It's good to just be in those environments. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get those connections through your family or like you went and got them out on your own? It was a bit of both, okay. to be honest. Okay. Um, it definitely helped. The MTV one obviously helped because my mom works at MTV. But um, I think it's about just like, I think this is what I think. I think this industry is all about connections. So whether it's through my parents or through my friends or people I've met, the way I actually got this internship at Ref- the internship at Refinery was because I had casted a girl in a short film of mine when I was a junior in high school, and she now is a photographer and does freelance work for Refinery, and I literally reached out to her on a whim. She gave my resume to someone, and then they called me for an internship. So literally, oh. that is like a beautiful story that encapsulates the fact that connections are everything. That's why you should be nice to everyone and maintain relationships with people. True. You know, don't unfollow them on Instagram the second the project's over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very important. So, to some degree, yes, parents definitely help. But to others, to others, it's just about the people you meet and you know. And I tell people all the time, I mean, this is why I don't think I would ever leave New York. I mean, first of all, I feel like everybody is somebody here. You know, you talk, I mean, like, everyone knows everybody. And I mean, um, it's, it's, I didn't realize, like, how small it was until I started, like, going to school here and, like, living here. And I'm like, wow. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Like, this person, like, oh, my God, that, like, my, I'll have friends that, like, I had no idea they even, like, knew each other. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Of course. Um, and that's yeah. why your reputation is so important. And which is why I don't ever talk shit unless, like, you know, right. unless it's, like, a really close friend, and you know, so. Totally. And yeah. even just, like, celebrities that come through refinery, like, the ones that are nice and take a second to shake your hand or to even, like, repeat your name after you've said it. Like, Meghan Markle did that. She was like, like, oh, like, Serena, nice to meet you. I was like, huh, I'll die for you. This was even before she was, like, dating yeah, Harry. Yeah. But she always, you know, people always ask me who was your favorite celebrity that came through here, and I always say her because she was so graceful and so sweet and just very polite and, like, wanted to get to know all of us. So she lives up to her reputation. 
beyond exceeds her reputation. Okay. That's amazing. It's funny you said that because that's actually like a big theme on this podcast. Like I, I mean, I've sat down with like, you know, maybe not celeb celebs, but people that are like well known on Instagram and stuff who think they're like this shit. And like, I, I sat down with this girl one time and like, she like just thought so much of herself. I'm like, you know, maybe right now you have a bigger following than me, but like, you never know where I'm going to be in five years from now. You never know. And also like, I remember how people make me feel, not necessarily what we did or what we talked about, so... I love that. I love that you said that. It's also, yeah. like, women should be supporting other women, always. Yeah. And that is what Refinery29 taught me. I mean, yeah. I knew it before, but you really see it here. And I agree, this industry is small, and that's why we all got to kind of lift each other up. Yeah. Um, diving back to your Argentinian roots. Um, yes, I love the way you just said that. <laughs> little shake. I mean, I'm, I'm 25% Puerto Rican, so... But you're... No just, way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have, like, a lot in common. Um, so talk about Celebrando with Serena and what that's all about. Yeah, so when I came to Refinery, I noticed that there was a little bit of a hole and I didn't feel like we were producing enough content for Latina women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pitched a series, it was called Celebrando with Serena. And I just, she said that way better, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was great. It was, uh, I did an episode a week and it was basically talking to different people, uh, different Latinos and Latino women. Um, about their jobs, their careers, what they're doing. And it was a live series and it was great. I interviewed, I cooked, I interviewed, I made art. I mean, my favorite interview by far was with Lorella Prelli and she was the director of Latino outreach for Hillary Clinton's campaign. It was right before the election. So that was incredible. She yeah. was an undocumented immigrant that came here and did incredible work for Hillary. And it's such a bummer that it didn't end up going our way, but that series was so great for me yeah. to connect with my culture and to, you know, represent, you know, my people, which I loved, and to just be able to have them have a platform to tell their stories. It's that was a, really important to me. I love that you're doing that because even in Hollywood, Latinas aren't represented. I mean, like so many, like so many Latina roles are being taken by like people that are just white. And so right. they're not getting the recognition that they deserve. Totally. Um, no, I love that you're doing that. So you said the most memorable experiences that I guess you had. Yeah, I mean, okay. she was amazing, and I'm not doing Celebrando anymore, um, okay. but I am developing other series for Latinos, because I think that we need that. But know? also, I think you're just, in your own right, just being, like, Latina yourself, I feel, and just kind of, like, you know, showing that through your brand, you're, like, kind of helping expose Latina culture on its own. A hundred percent, and I will continue to do so, as it's very important to me. Amazing, amazing. So talk about the other series you do. So we have Unboxed, or is it, I'm confused, is it Unboxed or One Click Wonder? I got confused between the I names. know, because we did a little rebrand, we changed okay. the name. I, like, had a dream, and I woke up, and I was like, so basically the series is unboxing tons of different fun products, whether it's, like, beauty, fashion, or fun products, all under a certain theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was called Unboxing, but it was kind of boring, and I was like, you know, what about one-click wonder? It's like, you get it in one click. It's like the thing, the product that you need. Got it, got it. Um, and it's really fun. So I do different themes. I recently did Summer Essentials. We did Coachella or like Festival Essentials. We did one theme. We always do a theme over Pantone's Color of the Year. This one, this color, the color of this year is ultraviolet. So it's fun. It's like, it's a shopping show. I love shopping. I spend so much time online shopping. So Girl, girl, don't get me started. I mean, every girl can relate, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, I was doing it at work and my boss was like, okay, like either you need to stop or you need to make a show about this. Right. And I was like, I'm going to make a show about it so I don't have to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really fun. It's a great way for me to also connect with brands. I was going to you know. I was gonna say, do you collaborate with them? Yeah, I mean, okay. I reach out to every brand and I ask them for a sample of their product and I do tons of research. I ask my friends, like, what are you into? Like, what's hot right now? Um, but I also collaborate, obviously, with all the editors here, fashion, beauty. It's like a very refinery. I want it to have, like, the refinery stamp of approval. Like, we think this product is lit. Yeah, and you want to bring your readers, you know, something that you would use yourself. So. 100%. Yeah, totally. Um, also, let's talk about The Mention. So The Mention is just, like... I love it so much. Mm-hmm. So the mention is a weekly pop culture roundup. It's every Friday at 12 p.m. We just ha- we just got our own watch page on Facebook, so check it out. It's facebook.com slash the mention live. I'll mention it in the bio. Yeah, yes. that is a little plug-in, but it's great. It's um, me along with two other hosts, and we just get real. We spill tea. Is that what the housewives were on or no? They were on the mention pop-up, so it's okay. like a separate thing. They didn't come on to our shows every Friday at 12 p.m. Got it. And then when celebrities come in throughout the week, we also have them, And but it's it's separate. This yeah. show is 
really just a roundup of everything that happened in the week. And then we have guests come on the show as well. So we've had Fergie, we've had Megan Trainer, we've had today we had um, the women from the show Strangers, which is on Facebook Watch. They're amazing. So cool. it's great. I mean, if you were to ask me what I want to be doing when I grow up, I would say I want a talk show. So the fact that I have one right now is like a dream come true. No, but I see you getting like a real talk show. Right. I'm talking about one like on cable. And so yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll see where the future of television goes. Right now, I'm just so grateful that I'm even like that I could even do this like I think it's it's amazing and this show really like it took a while to develop and it was it it developed into a really incredible show I'm I'm very impressed by you at 24 years old I just feel like people don't I feel like people underestimate what they can do and I think there are people like you know that are so talented but they don't go after it they don't you know, I, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like you kind of like went after it in your career. Like you, you knew what you were good at and you said, I'm going to go full force. And, and you kind of, I feel like you've maybe said yes to a lot of things. Maybe you took on too much sometimes, but I feel like that's why you're succeeding at such a young age in my personal opinion. Oh my God, you're so sweet. Thank yeah. you so much. I mean, you know, to be honest, it's so funny you say that because I always have these moments where I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Like I'm not like, yes. I'm not where I want to be right now. Like yeah. I need, you know, and I had a great conversation about it with Lucy Fink who works here and she's so incredible you have to see her series try living with lucy if you haven't i'm sure you have though because it's so amazing and she's been a role model for me ever since i started her refinery and you know she said the same thing she's like i always am thinking what can i be doing more of like how can i should i be at this place am i getting enough views da, 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 da. and she was like you know you just have to take a step back and realize like how much you do have and like how hard you are working and like you know enjoy i think so much we're always thinking about the next thing yeah. I think it's important to just enjoy the moment. So that's why, I, like, I, yes, could I have, would it be great to have a talk show on cable? Maybe, but, like, I love having a talk show on Facebook Watch because that's where everyone is. Everyone's on Facebook. No, no true. one's watching cable right now. Touche. Very I'm true. not, like, the fact that I said that, but. Yeah. You know, so I'm just trying to, like, live in the moment and also, yeah, you have to work your ass off. Like, you have to work hard. And when I first started here, my first day of my internship, I was like, I want to work here and I'm going to do whatever I can to get an offer here. Yes. You know, so if you really put your mind to something, I think you probably can make it a reality. And I tell people always like, I always try to challenge myself. That's one thing I do in my personal life. I mean, even starting this podcast, I said, listen, I've never done this before. I don't know what I'm doing, but I think as long as you're challenging yourself in a healthy way, then you're going to grow and grow as a person. And then it's going to help you lead to your next step, I guess. So I feel like as as long as you're challenging yourself, I feel. I totally um, agree. You have to be learning constantly. Yes. If you're not, then what's the point? Um, okay, and then also, again, like I said, her resume is killer. So you also do something called Taboos, which is on Snapchat, Discover, and YouTube. And what's that? Oh, so this is, like, I love this series so much. Yeah. Um, well, I'm getting, you got to also explain the difference, because I know everyone's probably, just, I'm just saying a bunch of names right now. Right, so Taboo is a series that is specifically for Snapchat, but now we're repurposing it and also putting on YouTube, because as everyone knows snapchat our stuff only goes up for 24 hours and then yeah bye and i was like no like i worked so hard with this video and i wanted to have another life so taboo is basically exploring taboo topics for specifically more for actually the gen z generation yeah um it's just like our snapchat audience is just like a little younger so that's kind of what we do but we also put my those videos on facebook and youtube and like literally 45 year old men are watching them so clearly like but it's really fun because I get to interview people about everything. So I've done a video about peeing in the shower. I've done a video about who buys condoms. I've done a video about what it's like being gay and being, you know, religious and a part of a faith, a community of faith. Like I've interviewed people about pooping in public restrooms. I've interviewed people about the first time they lost her, like when they lost virginity. You're the only person I could like imagine that would do that. No, I didn't even know I could do that. Like, but it's funny. I was saying, I was like, now I'm literally anything's on the table. Like, yeah. literally, I could talk about it with someone. You're shameless. Anything. I'm shameless. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't always like that. I, I mean, doing the pooping in public episode, I mean, yikes. Talking to people about that was hard for what me. What do you mean pooping in public? Not like, like in <laughs> restrooms. Like, at work. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you taking dumps on the street? I wouldn't be that I know. The casting call was quite confusing. People are like, what do you mean by this? And I was like, no, I mean, like, at work or, like, in a public place, like a Barnes & Nobles or something. Talk about a shitty bag. <laughs> right. No, but it was so fun, and I I love this I love this series because I just think you there's a lot of things that people don't talk about. It's just so funny, and that we all do. Like yeah. I like the brought, tab, like the taboo topics. Like let's not of course or like yeah. peeing in the shower. Like apparently everyone pees in the shower. I didn't know that. Yeah. So like you know I I love it. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. 
That's good. Um, and so, also, just working with, like, major celebs, you, I'm going to name drop a little. You already said some. I mean, Nick Cannon, Sofia Vergara, uh, Fergie, America Ferraro, um, Rebecca Minkoff. I mean, like, what was it like working with them? Do you ever get intimidated or... Yeah, no, I mean, at this point, dude, like... Yeah, you've seen it I, all. Every celebrity has, like, walked through these halls. And I mean, wait, uh, I'll take that back. If Beyonce ever came here, yeah. I would lose my shit. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I mean, listen, they're... Yes, they're celebrities, but I think that we see them as artists. Like, they're yeah. coming to promote their work and mm-hmm. to talk about it. And they're here because they want to be and they want to have a great conversation. And I don't know, I, I th- it's been a really lovely experience. I... I think also because I grew up on sets a lot and like my mom, like I remember she used to take me to TRL back in the day, the mm-hmm. point of the original TRL at MTV and I used to like hang out, you know, behind the scenes and there'd be tons of celebrities and she would always be like, don't freak out. Like you have to be professional. Like I was literally like 15. Yeah. But she would be like, you know, if you want to say hi, you can say hi, but like you can't be like, let's take a picture. Let's, you know, you have to keep your shit together because yeah. they're people they're human beings right totally what's some like advice you can give or things that you've learned like just from like interviewing and you know yeah I mean I think every, I always get nervous right before we go live mm-hmm. always yeah um, but I love live I mean doing it was the best training ever like mm-hmm. doing live on camera stuff because you just gotta get it right the first time slash like if you mess up no one cares like you move on you yeah. know what I'm saying it also shows you're human like I'm not perfect exactly so, yeah and one thing I learned I think is just like kind of what I was talking about with Meghan Markle I think the celebrities that came in and took the time to say hi and that were polite and warm those are always ones that we always will remember and want to work with again yeah and it's shocking how many aren't like that oh, and so the ones that are so kind like I'm just like I'll do anything for you and yeah. it's lovely and you know you want to work with them you want to work with people that are fun and positive and good yeah you know? it's like we're all in this industry together let's just like keep it real we're human beings um, so totally and then just like you said being in front of the camera and just what do you feel about connect- how do you like connect with your audience because I feel like you're very personable so I mean like, I've literally been talking to you for half hour and I feel like I've known you for like like five years <laughs> yeah <laughs> girls we go way back I know way back girl um, I think you just have to be yourself Okay. You just have to be yourself. Does that, how, because that's not easy for everyone to do. I know. Some people feel that they have to kind of be somebody that they're not in order to like please the audience. But I think in reality, I think sometimes being yourself, that's how you please the audience. Yeah. I mean, moments, I don't know. I just think like, I just try to be me. Were you, you always know? like that? Were you always like a hundred percent authentic or? No, I mean, that's the thing. Like I'm not SFK when I'm on camera. Okay. I'm not, like, doing the whole, like, mm-hmm, like, I'm the shit, like, la, la, la. No, <laughs> like, I'll do that at a bar, maybe. But, yeah, like, yeah. no, on camera, I just, like, try to, like, get to know people. I try to connect with people. I love talking. I said to my parents when I was looking for jobs out of college, I was like, what's a profession where I could just talk to people and get paid for it? Yeah. So, you know, I love just getting to know people, asking questions. So yeah. that's really, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it is scary to be yourself. It's scary to put yourself out there, but... You just got to do it. Totally. Totally. So let's get some of the fun stuff. So what are some of the cool perks? I mean, you've been to some pretty cool award shows. Like, let's talk about that. Or even, like, cool parties. Like, really memorable moments that you've had. Mm, mm, mm. Memorable moments. Getting drunk somewhere you weren't supposed to or whatever. Or I mean, working at Refinery29 is just, like, amazing. It sounds like the shit. Yeah. We have great company parties. Mm-hmm. We had a holiday party that was super lit. We um, It was at the House of Yes. Okay. And it was space themed. Amazing. That night was incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I've done a bunch of red carpets. I've helped produce. And, like, 29 Rooms is amazing. Like, yeah. Like, that was incredible. If you're in New York ever, it's now in San Francisco, Chicago, L.A., you must go to 29 Rooms. Yeah. Other perks, like, I don't know, like, my beauty closet is stacked. Yeah. That's a great hookup. You get, like, free shit all the time? I mean, yeah. Like, I if I want to try something, I mean, you know, obviously I have that shopping show, One Click Wonder, so I'm always kind of testing things out, so that's mm-hmm. really fun. Mm-hmm. And I think, yes, yeah, I'm growing more of a presence. Sometimes, you know, I get sent some fun stuff to try on. There's a specific show you went to. You were in, like, a black dress in the photo. I can't remember. Was it? Not the Emmys. You went, you went to, like, an actual award show. Show. I mean, I've been to the VMAs before. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of? Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, award shows are fun. I want yeah. to be nominated for an award. How's that? Yeah. So come back to me in a little bit. Yeah. Once I'm nominated, I mean, you know, we did, we we got nominated for a Digiday Award. We won last year. That was so epic. I literally got on stage sobbing. Best use of Facebook Live. That was yeah. like, no, that, when I read that, I was like, holy shit, like, yeah. this girl. But I, I'm, I'm waiting for my Emmy. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. A couple of years. Yes, we'll it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, and then just like, I guess, basic advice, because we're going to get into some other fun questions, but just like basic advice for those that kind of want to enter the entertainment industry and um, maybe are afraid to, we're not really sure how. So, I mean, it's all about connections you make. I think when you're applying for an internship, it's so important to be passionate about wherever the place you're applying to. So when I was thinking of places I wanted to work, I was like, I love Refinery29. I've read their site for years and I love their videos. Like, so when I came to the interview, I was like, I love this place. I want to work here. And yeah. I, this is what I can contribute. That passion so important. Obviously, hard work is just, I, I mean, it's not even worth mentioning because, like, that's just a given. Yeah. And third, something that I've noticed that really makes an impression on me is just, like, positivity and a smile and just, yeah. like, being down. Like, I think that that is just so important. Like, just people want to be around people that are in a good mood. Yeah. So be in a good mood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that those are my three, like, not going to lie. I'm sorry, but you're probably my favorite guest so far. It's oh, always, that's Like, so I'm not kidding. I, like, all the guests I've had, you're probably my favorite so far. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit, like, I have, I have a crush on you. So, oh, my God. You're so sweet. Yeah. Literally, like, my smile is ear to ear. I wish you guys could see this on the <laughs> microphone. You gotta take a pic. So, no, we have to. Um, and then we already talked about your goals for the future. I mean, like getting that Emmy and just, I mean, I think just building your brand. And so, yeah. yeah it's tough. I mean, I wanna, how do I make SFK monetizable? Like, how do I make it more than just like me posing with like a little sultry face? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think it is, you know, recently on Snapchat, this 13 year old girl reached out to me and she was like, I hate myself. This boy doesn't like me. Da 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 da. And I was, like, giving advice to her. Advice that, honestly, sometimes I need to give to myself. But I yeah. was just, like, you know, confidence. It's like giving your advice to 13, your 13-year-old self. Literally. Yeah. And it's, like, confidence comes from within. Beauty comes from within. Like, you have to love yourself. Like, I've never been a size zero. I've never, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not ever going to be a beauty. She's hot as fuck, by the way, guys. Hot <laughs> as fuck. So. <laughs> no, so, but that's the thing. It's, like, I learned to love my curves, love myself. And, like, yeah. you just, yeah, you gotta love yourself. Totally. It's hard, but you gotta try. You gotta look in the mirror. You know, growing up, my mom had these shower curtains for me, and they sat on them like naked and happy. I love myself. Mm-hmm. Like, love you. Like, and I think that really did fuck me up because yeah. it worked. Like, yeah. I was just like, now I'm like, damn. Yeah. I think there's a difference between being cocky and just being confident. Totally. So I'm learning. That's a goal for myself. Is like, how do I make SFK into more like a lifestyle brand or something that people can like, you know? Should I be? I, I sometimes I wonder, should I be sharing like what makeup I use or like what yeah. I eat? I don't know if people care or if like it's interesting or if I even want to like show so much of myself. It's something I think about every. But day. I feel like the whole the brand as a whole is about kind of about like women empowerment and kind of just like owning who you are and being fucking proud of it. And oh, so. she got the brand. She got it down. Yeah, I yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so let's go into a little bit of the dating scene. So, oh God. yeah, so uh, this is quite a topic. So, have you dated in other places besides New York? Let's do that first. Well, I did study abroad in Australia, in Sydney, and let me tell you guys, those men, I don't know what is in the water, but they are fucking hot as fuck. Yes, I feel like them, and also, I've seen very good-looking Israeli men before. Oh, yes, yes. I did have <laughs> in Israel. Yeah couple weeks ago those Israeli men are fine they are yeah it's not like these Jewish Manhattan guys like no 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 I'm talking about Israeli Israeli men like there is a difference people okay like a huge difference like I mean not like I went to Colombia like no little skinny white kid like no 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 no. so I'm sure there's someone here in the city no but yeah I dating abroad is fun it's also it's like you're abroad right there's an expiration date right so you can have your fun yes walk away this is true um, so what has it been like for you dating in New York, I guess? Honestly, I'm beginning just now to kind of put myself out there more. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everyone says this, it's going to be so cliche, but I really fucking hate dating apps. Yes. I, think they're I, I, I feel the same way. I'm not a fan of them. I've never heard someone who's like, mm, I just love them. Even the people that are dating someone that they met on a dating app, they know because I find it to be very superficial. I find it's just a picture. It doesn't depict the person. Um, and and like I know this is like really maybe this is a little fucked up to say I just don't imagine my future husband being on a dating app I just don't I imagine him like killing it in his career or something he's like I don't got time for that shit like yeah fair yeah. enough but yeah. I think that there are you know a lot of people that mean on it I think it's it's a useful tool agree agree my mom met her boyfriend on a dating app so matchablematch.com yeah, yeah. No, no match.com that's the OG yeah no my best friends met on one I think it's great I just think it's tough because you know 
would you judge someone a certain way on the app, but if you saw them in a bar or somewhere that you, you right. would talk to them? I mean, it really is about the in-person connection. But I think it's good to just go on dates and kind of like put yourself out there. Totally. And you figure out what you also like and what you don't like. And maybe even you learned, I've learned about myself through dating. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that about myself. So. Oh, for sure. That is incredibly important. I mean, yeah. when I came to New York, after Duke, I was really focused on just building a career. I was like, I got no time for those boys. Like, I'm not interested in having a boyfriend. I'm interested in being selfish and like working on myself yep. emotionally, career wise, whatever. But now that I feel a little more secure and that I have, mm-hmm. you know, a path and I'm happy, it would be fun. Like, it would be, you know, all my, all my friends have boyfriends. Like, it would be fun. But I think that. I'm the same way. I have like the single one out of my group. Like, I'm the right? only, yeah, everyone but else has boyfriends. That being said, I'm 24. You are so yeah. young. So I'm going to enjoy my time right now. Enjoy it, right? right? Enjoy so it with your SFK shots. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. But it's so funny that you say that because I matched with this guy on Hinge and his opening line to me was, have SFK shots made it, made it up. <laughs> I'm really you. He said, SFK shots made it up north yet. Like, I heard they're all the rage down south. And I was like, that is the way into my heart. Oh, my God. Wait, so is he, where's he from? I have no idea why he knows this information. I was going to say. It kind of freaks me out. I was going to it's a little like, <laughs> it's like, okay. It's a little creepy, but yeah. just enough where I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, I'll let you know if, you know. Yeah, let me know how it that moves goes. forward. Yeah, totally. Um, also, we might need to exchange numbers in case something happens. But <laughs> <laughs> totally. No, but also, it's funny you said that with the with the stress thing and being selfish because I had a conversation with my mom about this, and I'm like, you know, I tell guys usually I tell guys I'm really not interested in. I'm really selfish right now. I'm not a selfish time in my career. Right. But my mom was like, when you really like someone, I mean, like you're, you'll make it work. I of mean, course. like yeah. So I usually use that as an excuse. I think it is a little bit of a self defense. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. just doing me. Yeah. No, obviously, if fucking Mr. Wright walked in, I'd be like, all right, I'm down. I'm doing you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, exactly. Yep. If the right guy comes around, I'm doing him, and yeah. uh, and it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, but, so yeah, I'm just gonna let it happen. Totally, totally. Um, young and living life. Um, so, what are some of your favorite fashion labels? I know you're wearing Reformation right now. Raph is great. A little mm-hmm. expensive for my taste, but I love Raph. I mm-hmm. love ALC. I like die for ALC. ALC. It's an amazing brand. I mean, okay. it's also pricey, but. I randomly did a focus group for Andrea Lieberman, who designed LC, and it was so fun. And I just love the clothes; are impeccably tailored and like balanced, like classy and sexy, and yeah, um, super fun. Uh, what else do I? So, like? are you like a high low girl? Like you'll buy like really expensive pieces, but then also really cheap pieces. So, hundred. Are we all high low? Yeah, girls? it's true. Shit, it's you true. don't have a big account for the high. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's this is true. Definitely, I'm all about having a great handbag I think mm-hmm. it, it's the equivalent to having a nice car yes. in New York City you gotta I think it's like if I see a girl with a great handbag I'm like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's just like your first impression so that was always something that I invested in yeah. I don't invest in shoes because when I go out I was gonna I, say I'm a shoe girl I'm such a shoe girl like a great pair of like sneakers or like really cool like boots I don't know oh of course yeah I mean don't get me wrong I die for shoes I'm a woman but yeah. I'm a drunken mess and I can't like my shoes come back after like a night out so yeah. I just decide to invest my investment pieces right now uh-huh. are handbags until I gain a little more maturity and yes. age and I you know maybe wear like a great pair of stilettos out to dinner with my husband yeah yeah, yeah yeah totally but for now I'm straight with the Aldo Steve totally. Madden like what's like your style by the way are you like feminine edgy like what are you What's your vibe? I don't know. I've been asked to describe this before. It's hard. I think I'm just like a classic, like definitely a little more girly, mm-hmm. city. I love wearing black. This is very, like I'm wearing a floral dress right now. This is very off-brand. But yeah. Got a little it's Friday. It's, I know. I was going to say, it's Friday, girl. Let them play. Let them play. Um, yeah. I don't know. Stalk my Instagram. You guys tell me. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay. Some of your favorite places to like hang out in the city. I love to go out. Hang out or go out? Mm, I don't know. Both. So I like to go out. I love going to Acme. That's like my number one spot to go out. Yes. Um, I love the West Village. Obsessed with the West Village. Love West Village. I've actually, I used to think I wanted to live there, but I'm like, mm, I don't think I do anymore just because it's like so 
crazy. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I think that's like quintessential New York. I love. Yes. The West no, I'm there all the time. Um, would you live there now? No, I'm thinking that's where I'm. I'm off to next. Though. Okay. I think that's the move. We'll see. Real yeah. estate, New York. It's hard. It's, Rent. It's Woo. so Tune hard. In. It's so high, and also like in New York, like you have to make decisions like really quick when it comes to like moving. Like Absolutely. you like a place today, you're moving in like next week. So. I know, and I yeah. love Soho too. I love walking around there. Mm-hmm. Shopping around there is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. What about like going out at night places? Like going out at night. I yes, love Acme. So I was a big uh, Southside girl. That was literally my spot. And any, anyone who's listening right now knows that that was like the spot in your city, and then it got shut down. So I was just oh my so god. Sad. I just decided to like move on. Yeah. Um, and it still breaks my heart every day. Uh, yeah, I've been going to Output a lot in Brooklyn. It's so okay. beautiful there. I've been trying to like kind of go into Brooklyn a little more. It's like so Williamsburg. Fun. Williamsburg area, yeah. That's very up and coming, and everyone says it's going to be like the new Manhattan. So. I think it already is a new Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, everyone's out there, and like the rent is like way cheaper. So, yeah. It's literally like. Mm. Well, no, you might be right, actually. But it's. I don't know. It's is, it the, is it the same? Brooklyn's lit right now. I think it's the same, or not more. Yeah, I heard it one of my friends say, like, he's like, when you see, like, when you see, like, a white girl running at night, like, you know it's not Brooklyn anymore. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, oh my God. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Um, favorite places to eat? Favorite places to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's this place called Salad Box. Uh-huh. It's where I get my lunch every day. It's delicious. Sorry, that's not, like, bougie, but it's, yeah. like, really, really great salads. It's in the financial district. Yeah. Um, where else? Oh. I'm all about a great deli, too, even though that's not bougie. Like, anywhere that's, like, really good, like, sandwiches and salads, and I'm just, like, I'm so about it, so. For sure. Yeah. I'm a big matcha drinker, mm-hmm. so any place that has great matcha, cha-cha matcha is delicious. Yes, they are. Um, there's always, like, a line, like, out the door all the time. Always. Always. I went to this amazing restaurant called King last night in the West Village. So good. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. I'm a huge sushi girl, blue ribbon, ooh, all the time. Ooh, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my favorite sushi place, um, Bond Street. Bond Street's great. Love Bond Obviously Street. love Nobu. It's literally a block from my office. Yeah. So. They so, move locations. Yes. It's they right did. here. Uh-huh. So sometimes I treat myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I'll just have the one no, <laughs> crispy rice. Exactly. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So um, working out. Let's talk about working out. Do you? Is, well, how's that like in your schedule? In your busy-ass schedule? Yeah. I think you just got to do it. You said SoulCycle, like you're up. Are you up at like the crack of dawn? Yeah. Or? I'm a big 7.30 a.m. SoulCycle girl. Yeah. I do. I go with Stacey Griffith on the Upper East Side. Okay. I love her. I'm a loyal. Shout out Stacey. Shout out to Stacey. I'm very loyal. Um... Yeah, like I I've it's, been really into boxing lately. Love yeah, it. so I've done rumble. Love, love rumble. rumble. Okay, so I just went to this epic place. It's called The Class by Tam Tamra Tony or something. TT by T. It's called The Class. Okay. It's incredible. It's the craziest workout I've done in a while. Yeah. It's not like crazy, like out of control. It's more like it's It's boxing? Cardio. Okay. And no, it's not boxing. It's cardio and like like toning and ab work, but like on a mat. And there's like, like you're like kind of like swaying back and forth, and it's really great music. And then you're doing jumping jacks, and then like you're breathing heavy, and like there's yoga, and like you're literally like doing. Oh my god! It's this crazy experience. I've never done anything like it, but it was so hard, so amazing. I highly recommend the class. The class, which is a great name for a class. Yeah. Also, you can get which class? No, no, the The class. class. The class. Oh, that's good. Um. Okay, so I guess we talked about this a little bit, like some of your favorite like beauty products, I guess, that you love using. Like, are you a skincare girl? What are you? Yeah. I mean, you have to be. It's part of your like job, I feel. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I became good at doing makeup. I'm not going to lie. I'm giving myself a little pat on the back. Cause yeah. We don't, we don't have HMU here, so you have to do it yourself. So I mm-hmm. was like, okay, I need to really invest. By you far, do your makeup every time before a show? Every time before a show. Wow. I, I know. Okay. So I had to get good at it. <laughs> um, yeah, I love um, Armani Luminous Silk Foundation. Like, that is, like, really? the best foundation okay. ever. I need to try that. Okay. It's amazing. Um, goes right under the skin. It just, like, melts right in. It's mm-hmm. just, like, really good. So I'm a huge fan And you have really good skin. Like, really, really Thank clear. Thank you. I, yeah. I actually have rosacea, so I always have to wear foundation because my really? skin is a little red. My cheeks are a little red. Okay. So I've been kind of dealing with that. But it's funny because they're, like... This is how you don't get like flare-ups with rosacea. Don't drink, don't go in the sun, don't exercise. Like I'm just like, what do like so don't like live life. Don't live life. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like I guess I'm just gonna have rosacea then. Yeah. Um <laughs> what? So yeah. Rose, rosacea. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> the 
I don't know what's happening with me today. It's it's I told you 11's my lucky number. It's episode so. 11, baby. I love it. It's yeah. the best one. Yeah. Sorry to your other guests, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no. And I, okay, so my favorite lip gloss ever is Hourglass in the shade Canvas. I have like literally 50. Like I just, one day I was like, I'm just buying all this because I got scared that it was going to like sell out or something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I have one in all my purses. It's yeah. the best. It's just like a dusty rose color. It looks amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly, highly, highly. And then also traveling because are you doing any traveling this summer? So it was just in Israel, yes. and that was amazing. Yeah. Where'd you go in Israel, by the way? Like, obviously Tel Aviv, and then... Everywhere. Everywhere. Literally okay. you there for two weeks. Ten days. Ten days, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. They brought us all over. Yeah. Like, birth and, like, I heard, like, I, I gotta go, but I heard the beaches are, like... My mother's from Haifa. I don't know why I'm not there yet, but, like, the beaches are, like, incredible, she tells me. Like, blue, blue, blue in the sands. Like, white, white, white. And the guys are hot, hot, hot. Oh, my God! <laughs> and the hummus is good, good, good. Good, good. Yes. Yeah, uh, like, no, I love to travel. Um, I did use up a lot of my vacation days to go on birthright. Yeah. So, I don't have a lot left. But, I mean, I recently went to Lisbon, which was incredible, in Portugal. That is such an underrated city. I cannot even believe that, like, I didn't go before. Um, The food is amazing. Everything's really cheap. The people are so incredible. And it's just, like, a really up-and-coming place to go. Greece, I mean. Where's the book? Is that, you've been there? Yes, okay. I went to Lisbon. I Greece. I went to Mykonos and Santorini. Die. Yeah, the partying's like insane there. Yeah, so. no, and I'm. I don't know. I think I want to go. I really want to go to Oktoberfest. I've never been to Oktoberfest in Germany. Yes, I didn't get to go because I went abroad to Australia uh-huh. um, in college. So I'm really dying to go to Oktoberfest and live that out. Okay. Yeah. Other countries that you have in mind, like. I know Japan's one for me. Oh my god! Like horse, yeah, Japan. yeah, not yeah. even a question. Yeah, totally. And also Italy. I went when I was younger, but I really want to go back. Kourtney Kardashian is serving Italy right now. She is posting every day. I'm so like, I think she's getting like younger, which is making me feel I'm like, what the fuck is going on? She's so, amazing. She's amazing. We have to follow her skincare regimen. No, she we, crushes it. Really, she doesn't really eat do. like anything. She she's like. Uh, She's all that gluten-free. She literally, like, her well, diet is so... She's also dating, like, a 24-year-old. Oh, so she's he like... Is, I saw him in person. He is fucking hot. Really? Jonas? Yeah. so sexy. I mean, he's sexy on Instagram. She's, I'm sure in person She's goals. Is. She is goals. And yeah. she's an incredible mom. Like, I love her. I support everything you do, Courtney. Yeah. Amazing. She's... Pro- she's I would say she's my favorite Kardashian. For sure. Totally. Oh, my God. Well, all right. Well, you're, you're my favorite guest. So, I mean, that's that. I had so much fucking fun. Um, and thanks for coming on, babe. And we'll definitely keep in touch. And, Thank you so uh, much for having me. This was so, so fun. It was fun to switch roles for once. Yes. Yeah, you need a little break. All right. Bye, guys. We'll see you next bye. time. Bye.